Hi guys, welcome to part two of the podcast with James, where we were talking about uh, social circles and their effects on the mental health and all that jazz, negative relationships and positive relationships, and specifically empaths and uh, yeah, the dating world and all those nooks and crannies. So enjoy. But then this is the thing, like my mental health is one of the first first things I introduce to people now, especially if I'm dating someone. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you have to. Because yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, there's no point hiding it. No, there's no point. Not telling them until later on, because if I realise that that person, like, uh, we had a conversation on the podcast yesterday where a girl was dating this guy and the guy didn't message her for like a week and she was like, okay, what's going on? Like, are we going to hang out? And then um, he was like, yeah, I'd love to hang out with you, but you're just a bit too shy and anxious for me and I just don't, I don't have the time or willpower to deal with it. And I think the majority of my strongest and most valuable friendships are with people that can completely understand and accept the way I am. Yeah, definitely. And people that have mocked me or made me feel non-normal or yeah. awful for being the way I am have definitely been my most toxic relationship. Yeah, definitely. I've been thinking about this a lot recently. It's like, should I... I, I know that I'm probably really high towards the emotional end of the spectrum for, like, guys. Should I continue to behave in this way, like, and just be true to who I am and react as I need to react in order to make myself feel better and I think that I should I don't think that I should pretend to be any other way it's unfortunate because it probably potentially being this way does obviously narrow the amount of potential relationships that you can have because you know you you are quite an extreme person but it's like it's better than like pretending like if I hadn't asked that girl the question about why she didn't reply for six days it's like that would have eaten away at me for so long would have just been toxic and it's like okay it's ended ultimately because i kept asking what was going on and all that kind of stuff and but ultimately the fact that i felt so anxious in the first place and this is what i said at the start when we started talking the fact that i actually felt this anxious in the first place was caused by the interaction between her and me but the question that i posed myself that i haven't really answered is why did i then reply to her and then try to get i mean i sent the first message actually saying look we did we're too different this isn't going to work right she then appealed no you're being judgmental it'll be okay like it'll be fine just don't forget about it etc it's like i knew it was wrong then like a month ago this was a month i sent that message i'd analyze the situation and then i believed her lies and i think this is a problem and sometimes is when you decide to get rid of someone else they don't like it no, exactly. even though they want to be the person that is the decider of when it finishes. And that is exactly yeah. what's happened here. Maybe this isn't a conscious thing she's done. It's potentially just something subconscious because so many humans do it that it probably is just an automatic behaviour. And then she's gone, oh, I want to be the decider. And then she's, you know, she's sent me all this abuse about how I am and how she doesn't think that you know it's going to work and all this kind of stuff my reply was that's exactly the same as i said to you a month ago when you said i was being judgmental once there's a list in place i think it's easier i think when you're just saying oh don't this per exactly like this person is on the list like and like i'm 
I'll take people off the list if they respond with respect and, you know, decency towards me. This is who I am. Like, I'm not going to pretend that this is... And some people might think, well, this guy's pretty old, like I'm 37, you know, I should conduct my affairs in a more mature manner or whatever. It's nothing to do with that. It's to do with the fact that as a person... I'm extremely emotional. I do. These people shouldn't be in my life. This is the issue, right? They shouldn't be in my life. They're still in my life because I just r- repeatedly forgive them. I'll pay more attention to my proper friendships, you know. I do, I've been doing a lot better. You went I, to see Dina. I, I did. Yeah. I did. I went to see Dina and that was incredible. I went to a wedding very recently for one of my closest friends and her husband brought over many of his friends from Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, when you said that certain friendships can increase um, confidence and stuff, this is exactly how these people made me feel. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because they made days, you feel secure. In the space of 10 days of knowing these people, yeah. I feel like I have made a group of extremely close friends. Even now, we've been chatting to each other and keeping in contact with of course. one another. I haven't felt that comfortable in a social scenario. I've got certain groups of friends where I feel so socially secure with them and it was amazing that I was in a completely new scenario with new people and that new people had so quickly made me feel like I had all of this confidence yeah. that I felt absolutely amazing absolutely unlike certain other groups of friends you know who made you you've cried on the phone yeah. because of certain groups of friends but do you think that the do you think that it's the case then that certain groups of people depended on your attachment style let's say your emotional style do you think that they don't understand the anxiety that they cause i don't know i'm not that person like i wouldn't want people to feel like that so i would try and make sure that they wouldn't. they didn't yeah of course but then i don't know how these people think in these scenarios i don't know if they intentionally think or understand that this is going to make someone extremely anxious yeah like I mean, yeah know. feel bad about themselves for six weeks yeah yeah or they detriment their confidence levels yeah of course whatever and all that stuff i don't know if they are aware of how much they make people anxious with their actions like this i really don't yeah. and this is the thing as well this person was then slowly making peepholes back into my life yeah through social media and it's like why what if you're not interested or you don't intend to follow through with the plan just say it and then i wouldn't need to worry about it anymore i wouldn't have some random ghost popping up through my social media every five minutes I, I do think I do think actually one of the things that comes out of this conversation people just have these very different behavior like attachment styles and emotional styles don't they we've we've moaned a lot about people and stuff and I, I didn't really want it to be a bitching session no. but um you know maybe there's an argument also that we should do more to understand that they don't have the same do you understand what I mean yeah Exactly. We work for any of us to be able to coexist. Yeah, definitely. And I think it would actually help a lot of people work out unhealthy relationships as well. Yeah, definitely. Then at least people that do suffer with uh, mental health issues, especially, wouldn't, I mean, this is in a perfect world, wouldn't ever need to feel like they were weird. Yeah. Yeah, like it's the people, 
it's the people like us who get called like psycho or crazy or like yeah psycho or crazy basically or needy or pity party it's like Yeah, t- oh, too intense all the time. Yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't believe I am. I mean, I could no, be wrong. You, no, maybe you're not I too am. intense. You, you're too intense for them, maybe. Maybe because yeah. I've then become so anxious about well, that relationship. The correct way to talk I, about it. I definitely act differently towards these people. Like when I do get anxious about our relationship, I'm talking about friendship as well as yeah. Romantic. But the I cr- then treat them slightly differently, and I don't want to. No, of course. But it's almost like I'm being Well, yeah, because they don't get into the conversations. It's really tricky. But I think I guess it's about like understanding each other and being honest. The girl that I was talking about, like, if she just had that honest conversation with me a month ago, and we perhaps we could have sorted out and made like some. I was quite prepared to like. I think I. I'm prepared to, like, I don't expect her to reply to send me, like, 30 messages a day. I mean, like, if it was down to me, I would choose a partner who messaged me 300 times a day. Maybe even more, like, 500 times a day, plus two calls. No, okay, I'm being silly, but you know what I mean? I would choose someone who used to call me on my lunch, on my break, on the way from home. She'd call me three times a day and text me all day long. Like, that would be my chosen style. But I know that people aren't like that. So I accept that maybe I am only going to get a couple of texts per day. And that's fine. I I can go there. I can, you know, I'm prepared to make those kind of... Compromises. Compromises, yeah, sure. So I think I'm doing all right. But yeah, like, my communication style is entirely different. There are some people that I'm really awful at replying to and some I'm decent at replying to but it's definitely hard to keep on track with everyone you don't want as many replies you know my dream scenario like i've got a friend that i voice message we literally like not all the time very regularly just send a voice message oh how you doing it's good to hear from you and it's like that takes literally seconds to a minute to record and then you get one back you can listen to it as you walk yeah i'll get into the voice messages it's a good idea yeah i'm really enjoying it and video like there's a friend of mine that sends videos and it's like great that means that i can literally watch that back and it will take me a couple minutes to record it and i'll send it i won't need to be sat typing something out and thinking and crafting what i'm gonna say or better yet if i could just have like a call with someone once a week once every two weeks yeah to like major catch up world, i'd have time yeah. for everyone but it's yeah. really difficult at the moment but i guess if i was in an actual relationship with someone obviously to physically see them would be great but it's about quality rather than quantity you know if i can have a one phone call with them yeah it's say if i'm away from them or whatever it's got to be about the quality yeah it doesn't matter whether, whether we text every single day yeah. If we text every single day and it's the same conversation over and over. Oh, yeah, that's dead. No one wants that, do they? No. 
Yeah. Whereas if I'm going to get a voice message randomly or a phone call and it's a decent phone call or voice message with a lot of quality to it, yeah. it's a lot more fulfilling. You don't need to talk every day. The problem I've got is that I often meet nice people but don't allow them into my life. Yeah. Um, and this is what we've been saying to each other like the last few days is like maybe we're the sicknesses. We're allowing those people in at the expense of nicer people. I, I believe that to be the case. The inspiration of me coming to Belgrade after I graduated is that I knew that I had because back home I don't feel like I have a very secure social circle you know so and I obviously being in Belgrade gave me an extremely secure social circle I met some really amazing people that are now like some of the closest friends I have and so returning to Belgrade was I feel like the best decision I could have made in that moment because I knew... Yeah, because your friends are there. Yeah. In, at least physically, a, a few friends in the same area and healthy friendship relationships that I'd had. So I knew that returning to Belgrade would mean that I would get... I'd get to be in that social circle again or at least what was left of it. And it has been a fulfilling experience. Like, I, I have felt so much happier already. Like, I feel amazing. And I reckon if I'd have gone back home straight away, that I wouldn't have had that. Oh, it would have been terrible. Yeah, of course. <laughs> if you're having anxiety or depression about your life, right, at any one point, and it's not, it's not necessarily biological, it's caused by your life, the chances are there's four or five things, right? We talked about this a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? That you're not quite getting right. You need to have secure friendships, right? With people who make you feel good. You ideally want to have a loving relationship with a partner who makes you feel secure, who you can trust. You want to have some kind of career or job or be climbing up some kind of hierarchy of some kind you know and that's what you've been doing here as well you've not just been having secure friendships with people you've been getting experience at work to hopefully move up into a situation in the future right you want to have secure strong family links you've got that you want to have time each week to have to do relaxing or fun things again you've done that so the only thing really that you're not fulfilling in belgrade having a partner but yeah. because you're achieving those other f- areas of your life it doesn't matter like i wouldn't even say it's it even it is something that worries me like there are times obviously where i do get lonely and there are times it does worry me but i also think that i am not personally ready or as fully developed in all of the other attributes that you mentioned to then be able to unlock that one yeah. let's say we're talking about a game scenario now You've unlocked all these other qualities and then there's this other quality, which is the relationship quality yeah. that you can unlock. If you score like max <laughs> on all the rest of them, yeah. it's automatically going to make you yeah. more comfortable to enter yeah, yeah. that one anyway. And yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Rather than being only halfway definitely. with the rest of them and then entering. Definitely. Like, I think like career is... I think it's like, it gets a bit of a bad rep. You don't have to be working towards a career, but you want to be working towards like something, you know. You want to have, yeah, like some kind of purpose, you know. It sounds boring or, you know, it sounds like a little bit too adult or... If you read all the psychology literature on happiness and well-being, it's really hard to be happy if you don't have a purpose. 
And, Absolutely. you know, that purpose could be anything. You need to actually define some kind of purpose. Uh a quote by a psychologist on a video that I've just been watching. Yeah, specify your damn goals. Yeah. It's like, what are your goals? Like, specify your damn goals. I definitely, I said this to my friend the other day. I said, I feel like I've got purpose. Yeah, like, just from being here and doing exactly what I'm doing. But this is the thing. Okay, I've obviously had people that have suggested that what I'm doing isn't right or it's wrong for whatever reason. They've also suggested that it's wrong because I'm not earning money. Yeah. They've also suggested that it's wrong because it's not a secure place in which I'd be able to get a job afterwards. They've also said that it isn't a proper job. So their criticism of it has actually been it's not a proper career. They're, the next step is coming back to the UK, finding any job that is paid, such as going back into retail, <laughs> in comparison to volunteering at an NGO that's actually helping a giant world life crisis at the moment. But that's the thing. It's getting such a bad rep just because of the fact it's not earning money and because it's not where But you've specified your damn goals. I've specified my damn goals. I feel like I have. Yeah, yeah. And the goal is that I am trying to make other people's lives happier and I'm trying to give them something fulfilling and interesting to do. And that is a goal. And at the same time, I'm earning experience by doing that as well. That's going to, you know, obviously benefit my CV and everything. But the point is I'm making other people happy with what I'm doing. Well, the point is you're thinking as well about maybe getting into this in terms of a long-term career as well, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Like I've thought about international relations as a master's now, all because of my experience in doing this. Exactly. Helped me develop, like it has helped Your me. Your damn goals were help me develop, spend some time back in Belgrade with my friends, get some good experience, and it's been a great experience for you. It's been perfect for your mental health. Exactly, it has been an absolute perfect recipe for my mental health. Exactly, and I think that is partly why when I came the first time in 2015, that it was a perfect recipe for my mental health as well, because I built up extremely amazing friendships, uh, strong friendships. It's all about the friendships, isn't it? Oh, the friendships were a massive part of it, I think. I really do. Like, yeah. they, the friends that I made in that year are now my best friends. Yeah, great lads. They're the closest people I know. And I love them to absolute bits. But then, you know, my goals were also to learn the language. Yeah, which you've done. Yeah, I was also exercising quite a bit. You know, I was practising the get rid scheme as well. <laughs> Yeah. All of these things, yeah, based on this conversation, we can declare social social circles are extremely of course. Um, influential. Yeah, in good. Health. We can declare that going on one-month holidays, you probably need to spend at least half of that holiday with someone else. Otherwise, yeah. you'll come back home and put your time into people who bring you down but actually on this point i before i went to sardinia uh, i read an article about uh, putting off the problem of coming home after a holiday because obviously it causes a lot of people get very sad because they have to come home Um so if i'm so i'm going away next week obviously so that will help i think yeah with grace I'm, yeah grace yeah she's a good girl grace i can't wait to see grace so it should be good. Yeah. But yeah, this is actually a worry I have about going home. I'm having such a fulfilling time here and my mental health is so great. I'm wondering if the same thing is going to happen as last year where I come back. I don't know if it was because I'd had such a fulfilling time. And then oh, in a year away. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then I expected it to get worse when I got back because yeah, because you expect it. Yeah, some people just I think like expectations definitely don't help. Yeah, when you expect something to be shit, usually it is. You'll be back in kidder. You'll be with your family as well. Yeah. We can spend some time, because we didn't yeah, spend enough time over the summer, to be fair. No, we didn't. We didn't. I had my priorities a little bit wrong over the summer. Well, you didn't I have... wasn't really back. Wasn't you weren't back. really back. I mean, there was one day you were back where there was possibly an allegation of uh, <laughs> dodgy <laughs> prioritisation. But I think we can let that one go. Yeah, yeah, we've cleared that one out now. That's, that's never going to happen again, <laughs> <laughs> Great lads. We'll go, we'll go Birmingham. Birmingham. And we'll go, ele- go electric. Maybe. Or we'll go every man. Thing is, I've, lo- I've lost my cinema friend now. The judgmental girl was my ci- one of my cinema friends. So there we go. But, okay, so that toxic relationship is now being executed. Oh, it's dead. So now. It's yeah, dead. So, but now you've also got me coming back. So then you've got one of your other stronger positive relationships. Oh, it's huge. More back into, yeah, it's huge. Yeah. It's going to be one of the biggest reunions of the year. Oh, definitely. So you'll step 100%. into cinema roles. Yeah, absolutely. We'll go. Nice. Si- we'll do sim- cinema. Sick. We'll do gelato. Oh, and we'll do gelato. Nando's as well. But not every day Nando's. So there you go. So anyone that's listening to this, this is exactly the type of fulfilling friendship you need in your life. James and Nat, gelato cinemas. Yeah, that'd be good. Big You're going to be all right. You're going to be fine. You'll have new stuff to do in the new year year as well that's the thing it's like at the moment you don't have anything for the new year but obviously that means you've got the opportunity like i can't just do what i want in the new year i've got to build a model you can choose what you do in the new year and i've got so many ideas as well like exactly there was probably there's a time in my life where i thought not having anything to do in the end or like no concrete where am i going yeah concrete as yeah yeah was a terrible thing yeah. But I've now come to the point where I'm like, no, I'm allowing myself at least a year of time where I don't have to have the concrete. And then in which case, I then get to pick my own goals. And actually, in the meantime... Specify your damn goals. Specifying my damn goals. Like, I don't know what to do next. I'm giving myself all of these different options to explore so that I've got all these different goals. I'm allowing myself that freedom, and I think that's really important as well. What to specify, to choose. Let me sort this fucking beat chair out for next week. Well, look at it. Too much salt. No, I no. It's too much coconut. Uh, it's too much coconut oil. I think. I think it's. I think it's not gritty enough. It's too. Have you stopped, have you stopped it? Oh shit! Yeah. Right, guys. That was the eighth podcast. Woo! We have two more days. Just two, two more days, and that's it. That's the end of my podcasting journey. Um, at least for now. Um, I hope you guys have been enjoying it. Don't forget to check out the donate page and share it listen to the others check out the blog um raise awareness all those beautiful lovely things and yeah keep those strong beautiful social circles this is a moment i'd like to say how proud i am of all of the wonderful friends i have that have taken a part of this podcast and um all the other friends i have even if they haven't because you guys make my world go round and you make me the happy person that I can be sometimes and even when I am a bit useless and rubbish and really stupidly emotional you guys completely understand it and you have supported me throughout and that is incredible and I'd just like to say how grateful I am to have you guys in my lives like I have such a deep love for all of you I I can't even 
it would be silly to name names because there's a lot of you and I don't want to miss anyone out. Like, you guys, you guys just make me so happy. So, I love you. And tell your friends today that you love them too because they're really important and they do affect your health quite a lot. So, don't forget to tell your best bird that you bloody love them. <laughs> See you guys.